I'm normally like wake up around 6 a.m. So yeah, from six to I would say 6.10 is my read and my prayer. Go upstairs, jump in the ice plunge. And then sometimes if I've got time, I'll do the hot tub for like five minutes, jump back in the plunge and do that like three times. Um, but I'll at least do it once. And then I have my morning coffee and start the day. And that's normally like training. I try and get my like training in at like seven, um, which is at dog pound. Um, and that kind of sets me up for the day there. I'm Tom Ward, and over the last couple years, I've had the chance to sit down with some of the biggest celebrities and influencers in the world. What I've always found most fascinating is the stories of the businesses that they've built behind the scenes. On this show, you'll get an inside look of what it takes to build a successful business from some of the biggest celebrities, business people, and up-and-coming entrepreneurs in the world. This is The Tom Ward Show. Hey guys, welcome to The Tom Ward Show, where we talk to the most successful people in the world, and they teach us how to elevate our lives. It's time to level up. Today, we've got Oliver Trevina. He is an actor, an entrepreneur, just the kind of general all-around badass. Jack of all trades, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about acting and movies, and you got some things we just yeah. talked about that you've got coming up, um, especially this summer. But it's wild. You've been in this since you were four, right? Yeah. You've been yeah. in acting your whole life. Yep. Now... An actor being an entrepreneur is a normal thing. Ryan totally. Reynolds is a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he sold Mint Mobile. Of course he did. What? Yeah, the Rocks yeah. got tequila. All these people have companies. When you were coming up, it wasn't like that at all, right? Nah. What, I, what were actors supposed to be like? I mean, I, I grew up a uh, little town just south of London. I mean, my dad had a car garage and sold used cars. And so even though I was always, my passion was acting and entertainment. I did that from you know four years old all the way through. I was always doing an odd job here and there, you know, like I think for sure I got that from my dad. Like, it's like you had to make money on the side, you know, because the other job, I mean, you know this, you've just told me your story. It's like you have a, you have a passion and if you're lucky enough that from day one that makes you the money you need, um, that's amazing, but it's very rare. So you kind of find yourself doing these odd things here and there. And I think that gives you the, you know, entrepreneurial, I guess, push, um, and focus that you need to just be able to juggle those you know those things because you know it's just the world we live in you're passionate about things but you don't always get paid to do that yeah, you know but um, for some people it's just a hobby exactly exactly so acting and and you know entertainment has always been my passion it's all i did you know um i danced for 12 years ballet tap modern jazz i did theater wow. i did everything i was that kid wow. um but it never paid my bills you know? <laughs> so and it's like i'm having this kind of i guess late later bloom in life um now where i'm like getting work and it's funny because you know i have the other stuff that i love and and to me it all plays it all coincides you know um business is is the same the way the way i look at a business the way i look at a script or a project you know the script is the is the product i guess and then the people you put into the script are the same as in a business the way you build your team um, and then you tell the story of the script the same as you have to tell the story of a product right so there's a lot of like stuff that you know kind of ties into it or at least in my mind people might may think that's crazy but that's the way i look at it but sorry your question yeah i mean it is crazy because I, I fell into hosting for many years. Mm -hmm. And even when I was a host. How am I, I was, doing? Am I, am I doing all right so you're far? You're doing great. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm fucking, <laughs> you know, chewing up the mic at the moment. Um, but I remember then when I was saying to my agents at the time, I want to act still. I want to act. Oh, you can't act. You know, you're hosting at the moment. You've got to stick to that. You've got to pick a lane. Um, and it was just so that way. It was like, you are what you are and you do this. That's it. Um, and yet, as you say, people like The Rock, I mean, you know, they really, I mean, people were doing it. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, you know, one of the pioneers of that. Um, we actually shared the same manager when I moved here, uh, well, God, 18 years ago. Um, 
and and those guys kind of had the power or I guess the leverage to just be like, this is what we're doing. No one's going to question them. You know, when you're at a certain level, yep. you can be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And everyone's like, that's a great idea. You know, but for people on their way up, if you're turning around and saying, hey, I'm doing this, but I'd love to do this. They're like, that doesn't make sense. You know, you're a diva. You don't uh, want to yeah, cause problems. Everyone wants to put you in a box, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. It's an exciting time. You know, you know we, I'm from New Jersey, so I didn't grow up in Hollywood or know any right. famous people, but through a family friend i knew this guy his name was frank vincent he he was in every mob movie okay. he was in casino he was in goodfellas he's in every mob just like a character yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. actor and he was successful like right. but he always drove kind of just regular average joe kind of cars and i asked him about that one day i'm like hey why don't you have a better car than you do and he said tommy because i never know when my next gig will be this so could true. be the I could never work yeah, again. Yeah, and that yeah. was still after, I mean, he was in the business 40 years, yeah. was a working actor for yep. 40 years, but in his mind, it could all go away tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an industry where no matter how hard you work, no matter how good at it you are, the decision is in someone else's hands. Right. So that, that, that for me, I mean, it, it, it's a roller coaster. I mean, it is for everyone. Um, there's very few, actors you know i don't know the percentages but it's an extremely small percent that just know that they're going to work yeah. you know i mean so for the for the rest of us it's like you don't know you know and that unknown is is very risky and i think that's why i love you know being in business and and doing the other things is just because there's always something for me to do you know i've always got something going on and then i get to lead you know into the projects or go into it because i love doing it because i want to be there um and i'm not wrapping a movie with that feeling of like what's next yeah. you know um and also genuinely when i'm on set you know it is a hurry up and wait industry you know if you're number one on the call sheet you got a lot to do but you know for a lot of supporting actors you're sitting in your trailer <laughs> for a for a quite a few hours a day. Sounds pretty um, boring to be on set, right? Yeah, but that's for me, it's not, because I love it. And I'm like, if I ain't working for three hours, I've got some stuff I can do in the trailer. So, you know, I work from wherever I am. And it's like, you know, the, especially the world we're in now, um, post COVID, everything's remote. So, you know, I get to travel the world and, you know, be on different sets and, and still continue to do, you know, the rest of the stuff as well, which I love. What was the first business you started? How did you get into this anyway? Um, I mean, I, the first business is, I invested in it or got involved in, I guess. I mean, you know, uh, I learned a lot through my journey with All Saints. I mean, All Saints was a brand. Shout, hold on, hold on. I know you're wearing it too. You're wearing it strategic, strategic placement. I want some All Saints. I'm a size large. I'll email you all my contact information. There you go. I love All Saints. It's, it's an the amazing best brand. fit. Yeah. Underrated brand. Yeah. It's not too baggy. Yeah. It's not too skinny. It's like the perfect fit. I just, I can't say enough about All yeah, Saints. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. It, it's the best. I, I, so, True story, I used to clean my dad's trucks. Um, I still have like cracked hands from cleaning my dad's <laughs> truck in the winter in England. Like it just never, my hands never recovered. Um, and it used to pay me, I think it was like 10 pound a week. And I would save that money up. I would jump on the train from Hastings to Brighton because that was our nearest All Saints store. And I used to spend all my money on one pair of jeans or one shirt and I'd come back and my mom would be like, are you crazy? You just spent all your money on those stupid jeans or those pointy boots. Um, and that I was, you know, massive, a massive All Saints fan. Well, how and long so, have they been around? Because I only found been them. Been around for a long time. Oh, yeah, in the yeah, UK, yeah. They've been like, around. I mean, I, I should know the uh, twenty-five years. Oh wow, okay. Um, I think if not thirty, I mean, it's around that. Oh wow, that. okay. Um, I should know that. We just had our anniversary <laughs> in the UK. Um, 
but yeah, so the, the opportunity came up. They were basically launching in the US and they wanted to make me, you know, the brand ambassador for the company. Wow. And, uh, and so obviously it was just a crazy, like, you know, full circle story. And How'd so they that find was, you? That were, was 15 were you just years. An, were you an actor? Or that how? was 15 years ago. Yeah, I was doing a bunch of stuff in entertainment and just got introduced to the owners of the company at that time and started, you know, doing a bunch for them. And then um, a dear friend of mine ended up acquiring the company um, 12 years ago. And so I kind of took a bigger role and produced a lot of their content, still do. Oh, no way. Um, so do all that. And now, yeah, now I'm, you know, part of the brand and it's been like, yeah, 15 years. Um, wow. And so it's amazing. It's a, it's a great company. So that was the first time you really put your business hat that on. That was the and... first time, yeah, where I, I mean, I think it's just in my nature, like it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, but like when I'm involved <laughs> in something, I can't stop sticking my nose in. So like... <laughs> I'm, I'm meant to be wearing the clothes, but then I'm like, why aren't you doing this for content? Or what about this idea? Or what about that idea? And and I love that, like, you know, the creative part of my mind. So they were they were amazing. And uh, Lyndon, the guy who owns the company, just, you know, really took me under his wing. And, and I've learned a ton from him. You know, he, he's in private equity, but owns a bunch of brands. And I kind of learned that process and learned how it, how it works to authentically build a brand. Um, through authentic people because mm -hmm. i think that's the difference between like a brand that you just you know try and saturate with celebrity or marketing and it's pushed yep. or to something that's real you know and organic you can't beat that um especially well, just pause on that real yeah. quick so you've actually done this so the person that's watching is maybe wants to start either a clothing brand or they want to you know a direct to consumer brand or they want to create yeah. something yeah. right and you just talked about organically is the way to grow it what are some tips on launching a brand? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, get the product right, focus on the product, get that right first. I think too many people were too quick to go out there with something that's either, you know, the foundation isn't there, it's either not complete as a product or it's not, they can't, you know, they're not ready on the fulfillment side, which is the worst case, because if it does blow <laughs> up and you can't deliver, you know, never put the cart before the horse kind of thing. Um, you know, even in, even in consumer product goods, like, some people were like, put something to market to test the taste, which I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> test the taste internally, yeah. but don't ever put something on a shelf. Um, so I think, you know, with that, then, then build your community, find your people, find your, you know, real people that are fans of the brand, not just people that you're giving free stuff away to or pushing it out to, you know, test it and, and build that kind of real loyal fan base that are gonna be there, you know? And I think actually uh, he's a, you know, dear friend of mine as you know but donnie's coming on the show namius yeah. after this and i think he's a he's he's a genius at that you know he really put the hours in and the years in to just build his you know fan base his following um and and paid attention to it and you know really took care of them on the on the, the on the way up and that's really everything with a fashion brand right you have your people i mean there's still people now that wear all saints for the last 20 years you know you get someone at 25 they wear that brand yep. all the way through to 60. Yep. you know there's no reason to change mm -hmm. you know there's something there and that's where i think i think we're in a very uh not even just consumer product goods not even fashion not anything but we're in a world of like everyone wants a quick fix right of it's course. like that quick thing i want um, more followers exactly. i want more sales everything, everything you want more right now. now everything right now you yep. know um and i'm guilty of that too um so i think sometimes it's just about like stopping pausing you know putting a plan in place um and then just following that you know so you had a good experience at all saints you're you're acting you're kind of doing your thing too yeah it sounded like that kind of planted the seed where hey i love sticking my nose yeah, everywhere yeah. try and help it i'm gonna do it anyway so <laughs> yeah. i'm running yeah. the hallways yeah, yeah. driving everybody crazy yeah. but i'm sure in the back of your mind you're kind of like 
even though I'm doing a bunch of stuff, this ain't my thing, right? I want 100%. my own. I want yeah, my yeah, own yeah. thing. That's basically it. It was like you what, know, what I was. Is, was that motivating you? Like I want my own for thing? sure because you know you see what you do for a brand, and I'm sure there's many people out here that can relate to that. You know, you're part of a company, and you're you're doing a you know you're working your ass off, and you're doing incredible things, but it's not yours. Um, so you know, you start to think what if you know what what else can i do and that's where i definitely like learned a lot during that process um and you know all saints had already you know i'd structured deals and and became a part of that brand but i wanted to invest myself as well um in other things and and health and wellness just because of my own kind of life journey um you know la is a is an incredible city and, and i love it to pieces but it can really burn you out especially when you're trying to keep up you know um, and that's what it was for me. It was like, I was hosting and you know, you're going from a red carpet, uh, to the party afterwards, to another red carpet, to a party afterwards, to your in-studio stuff in the daytime. And you meet some, you know, I'd be interviewing people for their new album. They'd be like, come out with us tonight. And you're just, you know, it was just, and it was amazing. And I met so many people, but I was beat. I was just like, just, it was like a hamster wheel. Um, and with that, you know, I think just mental health and things in England that, you know, I had a, I had a kind of, kind of a. I won't say I had an amazing upbringing by my parents, but it was, you know, it was, it was rough. Um, had some like health stuff happen from the age of like 16 to really like 20, um, you know, was beaten into a coma at one point. And, and, and at the time I just, you just brush over it all because in England, you're just like, go on, son, you're all right. Yeah. You know, keep calm, carry on. Was it um, alcohol and drugs? No, it was, uh, well, I was beaten into a coma when oh. I was years old. I was walking back to my, but to my car, um, three guys, um, they got put put in prison. Um, I won't delve too much into the story, sure. but yeah, it was bad. I wow. mean, I was rebuilt, so I have uh, metal plates all around my face. I had 15 bone graft surgeries up here, <sighs> new teeth. Um, yeah, completely reconstructed um, from like here to here. Wow. Um, so, but, but it's crazy talking about it now because it was a big thing and I never really had any therapy or anything or dealt with it. And then you come to LA and I kind of like pushed it down like we all do with trauma, it's like that. And then, you know, it catches up with you. And for me, it, it caught up with me. And I was, you know, partying and going out and just trying to like pretend that everything was fine. And you hit a low point in your life. You know, you hit that rock bottom. And for me, it was, it was, it was, it was a dark place. And I'd also become very good at, I think the hosting world is dangerous because we're like, what's up? Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're the so good at, it's like a- Faking it. A hundred percent. And, and Fake you have, excitement, right? Is that yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the key, right? Yeah. You have to, no one wants to listen to someone like, what's up? I'm having a bad day. Yeah. You know, welcome to my show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was, it, was a, it was like just this repetitive cycle. Um, but when you're dying inside, that's got it. That's no fun. No, and it wasn't. And also, you know, you, 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 you've got friends, but you don't know, you know, who's my real friends? Who can I tell that I'm feeling this way? And I, as I say, therapy just wasn't a thing that I ever, was ever raised with. So um, long story short, started making some changes, got really kind of infatuated with the, the mental health space and, and the health and wellness industry in general. And whether that was neurofeedback, EMDR, oh, wow. um, you know, whatever it was um, that started to kind of, peel away the onion and layer off this trauma therapy everything um ketamine ivs i mean i've done i've done bufo i've done iboga i've done i mean i've done everything um and and that's i i just love that space and so my investments my investing i, I always want to invest in something i love or you know i've enjoyed or i would i would be part of it whether i was an investor or not and to me that's like you know it ticks two boxes as authentic because 
I'm never talking about something or 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 pushing something or or advising someone to go try something that I genuinely don't love myself. Yeah. You know, if I wasn't an investor, I would still do exactly the same thing for every brand I'm an investor of. And so that's 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 the key for me. Now, before we go like too deep in the journey because you're way way into it now like Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, I've been sober 15 years yeah. and I have mental health issues too. I'm bipolar too, diagnosed much later, but wow. I didn't I couldn't even begin to work on myself until I got sober first. And of then course. I could start to like figure out the rest of the. Sh what was the first couple things for you that you had to do first before you could, you know, do the trauma therapy years down the road? Like, was there a couple things, yeah, things I mean, you recommend other people? For sure. Trying? I think, I think, I think, look, it's hard to, it's hard to dive in on it to get to the root of anything while you're using substances, you sure. know? Um, although, you know, I do think, psilocybin and there's there's things out there that can help release that you know uh those layers to help get to the root of it so sure. if it's the right substance great um but you know i spent years using the wrong substances to try and be like <laughs> no i'm feeling fine you know no i'm fine i'm fucking king of the world um and uh and you're not and then you wake up the next day and it's even worse you know yeah. you're far from king of the world so yeah i would I, I would say you know you're never going to get to the root of something without being clean inside either you know your mind your mind and body are so correlated so if you put inside it's just going to stop this from working properly you know and you're going to feel bad and you don't know why you know obviously you feel bad because you're hung over but you're never going to get to the root of what why you're actually pouring the drink over the top you know so i say i would say like you know of course even if it's not forever even if you're like someone that's like you don't intend on being sober forever i think that just give yourself chance to work through the stuff in a healthy way um, to really get a clear focus and, and figure out what's actually going on. You know? It's funny before, before we got here, I was talking to the guys and we were talking about morning routines and that's kind of like a, you know, hot thing talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have the worst morning routine ever. I yeah. drink two quote unquote healthy energy drinks. Okay. Scroll on TikTok for an hour okay. and watch TV. Yeah, that's, that's the first that's... hour of my day. And then I meditate. That's I shit. do meditate like <laughs> an hour into it. Yeah, but you're it. meditating thinking about the TikToks. <laughs> It's like the worst routine ever. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'm assuming you have a healthier one. What's your morning routine? I do. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a good routine now. Um, I wake up. Um, I try and I don't look at my phone, so I wake up with an alarm clock. Um, so I won't I won't check my phone instantly, which I used to do because the trouble is with notifications and everything. You see something and you're already in that mindset. So I wake up, which is a plus. Um, <laughs> And then I do, I have these two books, um, Around the World with Emmett Fox. Yeah. Um, and another kind of daily practice book. And they're just daily readings. You know, it's, 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 it's simple. I like, I like simple. Yeah. Um, give me 10 pages to read and I'm never going to do it yep. every morning. So this is like one page um, listed out with the day. So I do my two readings. Um, I get on my knees and pray um, to give myself, you know, a good day ahead. Uh, gratitude, you know, thank God or thank, whatever is up there there's something i'm still trying to figure that out you know um i don't really know and i don't need to know i don't think I any just, of us do i just know it's not me yeah you yeah. know um so it just gets me out of my head um and then i go up to the garden and i can have my conversation internally like why am i going to do this ice plunge you got to do the ice plunge do the ice plunge oh, i hate the ice it. plunge wow um, and i jump in the ice plunge so yeah normally like i'm normally like wake up around 6 a.m so yeah from 6 to i would say 6 10 is my read and my prayer go upstairs, jump in the ice plunge. And then sometimes if I've got time, I'll do the hot tub for like five minutes, jump back in the plunge and do that like three times. Um, but I'll at least do it once. And then 
I have my morning coffee and start the day. And that's normally like training. I try and get my like training in at like seven, um, which is at dog pound. Um, and that kind of sets me up for the day there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's much better than mine. It's it's much better than yours. I will say that. I can gladly take the take the reins on that one. Yeah. But the, I set the bar so low. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you did. You be did. Better. You did. I think any guest on the show will probably have a better routine than you. Talk about dog pound because I I kind of started out covering influencers yeah. and I've interviewed everyone you could imagine. Yeah. And all of them work out at dog pound. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a popular see, gym. It's a super popular yeah, yeah. gym. I mean, you watching this in Ohio, you've seen dog pound gym where. Yeah the local hollywood gym next yeah. to it yeah you don't know you yeah. haven't seen it on instagram but dog pound we yeah. all know yeah was that the plan from the beginning like how did the gym come to fruition yeah i mean i got involved it had already been around for about a year and a half two years okay there was one location in new york um so i invested like in its second year and then we bought it to la we actually opened la on my birthday i think it was three three and a half years ago that's it um yeah yeah wow. it's fairly new and we had COVID as well you know survived that um but kirk myers the founder i mean he's the one with a vision and you know he started it from day one himself incredible guy his story in itself in, in himself is you know crazy um heart failure and you know he has uh heart issues um a condition and you know changed his body weight i mean he was I don't know how to put it in pounds. I don't know exactly, but he was he was huge and you know, got in got in shape and just turned his life around and became a trainer and had this vision for Dog Pound and and kind of built it. And it's just you know they have pillars of the way they treat people and look after people, not just on the training side, but you know the respect for each other. And I think it separates it to a lot of other gyms because even though from probably what people see on you know social media, it looks like it's ego you know it's yeah. really not you walk in that place and any everyone's welcome you know it's a they everyone's treated you know with love and respect and it's just the the energy in that place is what sells it you know yeah because if you just look on instagram you're like everyone's beautiful that of works course. like i can never well, go I mean, there look, the, the, everybody's the, ripped everybody looks you, great what you see on instagram is you know we all know yeah you know, exactly it's what you see on instagram not real life. um but it's amazing you know and and we have incredible people come through there um it's become a real amazing community um real loyal people and yeah i mean you know massive people train there now you know everyone from you know whether it's adriana lima to taylor swift to tom holland to you know dear friends of mine and it's it's uh it's it's a it's a it's an incredible place so you're in this world what what trends do you see i mean what's hot and you know health and wellness right now i mean we'll talk about some of your companies you know yeah but i mean hot in health and wellness um I guess people's mindset has changed, right? And that's what's made health and wellness hot because now, you know, you were the weird guy. If you were at a dinner table talking about like red light and talking about neurofeedback and EMDR and, you know, you you mentioned the name Joe Dispenza, they're like, who? Um, you know, it's uh, it's funny because I remember interviewing Joe. It must have been like What's six he or like? seven years ago. I've wanted to talk ago. to him for a while. He's interesting. Is he? He's interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's he's what you'd expect, yeah. you know? It's like Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. It's it, it, their geniuses in their mind, you know, in their in their in their everything about them. So, yeah, they're interesting. But I think in itself, those conversations are now more welcomed, you know, and people want to feel better. You know, they don't want to do what I did for so many years and suppress that feeling and pretend they feel OK. I think it's it's become like OK to not be OK. And with that, you can express how you feel. And then once you express how you feel, that's the first action to then take an action to change how you feel right mm -hmm. um if you if you're denying you know your feeling you're never going to change it right because you're you 
you're you're, you're fake. Yeah. Um, so I think the world has shifted, and maybe that is because of social media. I think you know it's a it's a it can be a devil, it can be brilliant, it can be terrible, it can be everything in between. But I think one thing it's done is opened up those conversations to just be more honest and just be you know more open. Um, and people are doing that, and I think with that then comes the second part of it, which is like, okay, what can help me feel better? Um, and then that goes into, you know, the health and wellness space. And yeah, I think there's so many uh, amazing things out there. I mean, I, I live and breathe it, you know, every day I'm doing something like that. So um, that's a, that's the other part of my morning routine. I do my, you know, I do my breath work under my, I'm always trying to think of ways to do two things at a time. Okay. So like, if I'm honest, sometimes I'll do my reading and then I'll go up to my ice bath and I'll do my prayer in the ice bath because it also not? takes my mind off of being so Freezing. cold. Um, <laughs> and then I'll do my breath work and I'll do it under a red light. So I'm getting like, you know, two and two. So, um, yeah, red light is... You what know, is have, red Educate us on red light. What I mean, I'll it? give you the South London, you know, go layman's ahead. terms. Yeah. But red light is like, in, it produces mitochondria and mitochondria is like cellular health. So your entire body is you know, really sells. Um, so red light increases, you know, your energy. It's great for your mind. It's great for, you know, muscle. It's great for inflammation. It's, I mean, it's, it really is, it's, they say, you know, it's the science around it, but people are claiming, you know, it helps with testosterone for men, can help women with fertility. Once again, don't quote me on this. I don't <laughs> want any lawsuits. Um, but the, no, the facts are there. I mean, the facts around red light now, are there it's something that's been around i remember like tom cruise was the first person i heard of to have the red light bed okay um he had the the big kind of red light led bed we have them at next health but i remember back in the day someone was like a mutual friend of of uh of ours was was at tom's and was telling me about this red light bed um and who's aged better than tom cruise i mean the exactly guy looks incredible. exactly um and so you know the, the red light has been around mm -hmm. and i think with like fads or whatever you call them they will be around, but they will go. Yep. And red light has proven its its you know its benefits because it stayed. So people in the know started with it years ago. It's been around for years. I got involved in Vital Red Light, which the the founder Jake is just such a, a brilliant human being and created this company himself for his because of his own health issues. And at the time he was working on Wall Street, which was a crazy transition. And he took a gamble and started this company. And I remember when I met him like three and a half, four years ago, you know it was. He was starting this company. No one, uh, once again, like people in the know knew. Yeah. That was very, that was a handful of people. Sure. So trying to tell people about red light was like a tough, you <laughs> tough know, sell. task, a tough sell. And now it's, you know, now it's breaking through. Now it's having its moment. And I think because of that, you know, I mean, I give it, I my dad's got severe arthritis and, you know, stubborn guy. I gave him a red light about a year ago and I would just keep on at him, keep on at him, use your red light. It'd be like, son, I'm, you know, my legs up. I can't walk again today finally he's using his red light like 20 minutes a day just sitting with it in front of his knee and his knees you know aren't touch wood aren't aren't blowing up and he's feeling better than ever so yeah. the benefits for it even skin even you know if you just want to use it for vanity it's 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 incredible for your skin it's so incredible what does it look for... like so your red light what is it i mean so we have three different sizes at the moment i mean we have more products coming out but mm -hmm. we have a travel size okay. so you can literally you know it's probably twice the thickness of an eye iphone and you can travel you just, with like, it hold it over your knee or yeah something? you can just hold it so you can hold it over your face if, okay. you, if you you know for the travel it's amazing because it gives you energy it also helps you with sleep if you use uh. the red light before you sleep it actually helps you sleep better um 
So you can use it for that. You can use it, as I say, if you land and you've got, you know, some dodgy skin or a spot's decided to <laughs> pop up, it's great for that. Um, but yeah, if you want to shine it over your knees and then we have the mid-level mid one, which a lot of people will put on their desk while they're working on their laptop. You just have oh, it shining on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have the full body panel, which obviously, you know, you can just stand there in front of it naked and let it do its magic. <laughs> wow. um, so How long yeah. do you have to use it for? You can use it. For, you can use it for five minutes, ten minutes. I mean, the recommended, I would say, like twenty minutes. Okay. Um, twenty minutes, a couple of times a day, I do it. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, you mentioned Vital Health, right? Was that the other? Vital Vital Red Light? No, no, a Vital Red Light. But what's Next the, Health. Next Health. Next there health. we go. Yes. Now and talk to me about Next Health because you're going. Now we're way in the weeds now. Yeah, Tell, yeah, we're in the weeds now. Let's stay in I the mean, weeds. I mean, there's always synergy between them all, which I love. Yeah, there and is. We're actually putting. Uh, so Next Health is like Future Health optimization okay so if you think of it's like the one-stop shop to prevent disease before it happens okay so you go there you can get all your blood testing done you can get your food sensitivity they can look at your you know your levels your red cell count your, you know everything they can look inside the body the the mri scans they do they can literally look at you from inside and out and see what you need you know what you don't need anymore mm -hmm. and just do that and then at the place the locations you've got everything there that you need from, you know, the aesthetics to hyperbaric oxygen chambers to LED beds Damn. to infrared sauna pods to cryo chambers to stem cells, exosomes. I mean, everything in this place. Um, so, yeah, we have uh, three locations in L.A., um, West Hollywood, Century City Mall, Studio City. We have one in New York. And then we recently closed the deal with the Four Seasons. So the uh, we tried one of the uh, wow. Next Healths at the Maui resort mm -hmm. and it went really well so now we're doing you know a lot of their locations around the world wow. um, because in that in itself i think that's because when people travel now they're not just looking to go and get smashed you know wow. they want to go and actually feel better coming back where back back in the day is we we for sure know is you'd go on a vacation and you're on that <laughs> plane on the way back and you're like oh i feel terrible it's you like know? The, it's like the plane back from vegas exactly like, oh. exactly so people don't want to feel that way anymore no. or at least not as much sure, you know balance sure um so next health is that place and then with vital we're actually going to be building out these red light rooms in next health as well so you'll like walk in the room and it will be 360 kind of red light panels where you're just hanging the room i had a call with jordan and uh we talked about it for a half hour yeah. and i'm getting my blood tested we're doing the whole thing love that i'm excited yeah, yeah but they don't come to my house yet i'm in pasadena but it's i'm like i'm in la county he's like oh sorry it's out you, we got to when you're shooting or something, we'll have a nurse come by. Yeah, and, so and Jacob, do it. Jacob's doing it. They've they've just started doing the testing now at the house. Yeah. So they've just started. That's superpower. Yeah. Um, and what Jacob's building Jacob is, is like, incredible. oh, he's a genius. Um, and what he's building is obviously like you know that from that next health, but kind of on a digital level and just like the extreme you know like it's a one-stop shop and and as you as you say it is the convenience of you know someone coming to your home and it's all done and it's all tracked and it's all logged and you know if you go to next health all your data is in there as well if you go to the doctors all your data is in there as well it just keeps it because at the moment it's a mess right you go to your yep. chiropractor or you go to your doctor and they do some tests and no one's no one's talking mm -mm. you know and if you're traveling you have to go somewhere new and then that's like starting from the beginning as well and no one likes talking about their crap you no. know i don't want to go into different doctors all around the world and when they say so what's up you know what's been going on and i'm like oh this conversation <laughs> yeah again. um i was in a coma when i was 20 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it gets boring you know yeah, yeah. it gets boring um as much as i love talking about myself i don't love it that much um so it's 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 ag aggregating everything in one place and then everything you need is in that place what supplement should we all be taking um 
I mean, it, it depends on the person, really, doesn't it? Okay. But what we should but all that's, be taking. But that goes across genders What we should and all ages. be taking. Yes. It's actually a company. Um, I just uh, actually Lyndon Lee, the guy who owns All Saints and owns you know a ton of brands and is a business genius, but also Lyndon really inspired me on the health journey as well because this is a guy that like I think he's fifty three, fifty four now. He would put his mind to something and do it. So like an example of that is you know I don't know when it was like thirteen, fourteen years ago, or maybe even longer than that. He's like I'm going to play polo, um, and he gets a polo team. He learns how to play polo. He plays on the on the team. They win the U.S. Open three years in a row. They win the Queen's Cup. What? You know he's like that guy. He wants to do jujitsu. He trains with the Gracies. Gets his pink belt or whatever the <laughs> highest belt you can get. Mm -hmm. um, and and that guy would always be ahead of it. So he'd be telling me about cryo chambers. You know, twelve years ago, he'd be telling me about peptides you know i'd wake up i'd stay at their house you know in london and i'd wake up and i don't know how much he's probably gonna hate me for talking about this but i'd wake up and there he is with his you know he's just doing it i'm like what's going on um which is now normal you know yeah. i do my peptides every day um what should everyone be taking is something that he just uh got involved in and i just tried it and it's it's called the company's called kirk k-u-r-k and it's basically uh turmeric um and curcumin curcumin is that is how i pronounce it is that the right name? Google it. Google it. Have a look. Because um, I butcher some of these names. Um, so basically, turmeric is... Everyone knows about turmeric, It's a spice right? or something. Yeah, but it's great kitchen. for inflammation and people get turmeric yep. pills. And so many doctors now will recommend, like, you know, take turmeric every day. And it's good for arthritis. It's good for, it's good for everyone. Mm. Everyone says take that. The trouble is with turmeric pills is they're, they're not pure at all. Okay. You know, they're like, by the time you've taken a pill and you've peed out, mm. you, you're getting nothing. So this company have used, you know, massive science and doctors and specialists, and they found a way to extract the curcumin, if I'm right on that name, <laughs> and turmeric. We're still Googling. Do we have an we? answer? No, I think it's right. I'm right. You're I'm right, right, everyone. Yes. Um, that's a big moment for me. See, self-doubt. Didn't, didn't even need it. Um, so curcumin and turmeric in its purest form in liquid, and they found a way to keep it there in its purest form, which is when you look at the benefits and i'll send you some studies on it it's mind-blowing what it what this what this can do this simple you know uh dose uh, daily dose and you you know they found a way to make it taste bearable as well and there's a like a vanilla flavor that i just put in my coffee every day and i've without a doubt noticed the difference like i literally wake up i make my coffee the same as I always made my make my coffee i put the vanilla um kirk in my coffee and and I'm not getting body pain like I used to. Wow. And and when they've taken some studies and they've actually done legitimate, you know, medical studies on this now with patients from, you know, day one to, you know, the end of their their testing, it's mind blowing what this, you know, supplement can do. So I I will I will swear by that. I'm yet to yet to get involved, but I am I am thinking about investing and getting involved in it and and doing something there because because it's just it's just brilliant. And it's something that everyone can take, you know, okay. whether you're to be honest, five years old or you know, a hundred years old, it's uh, it's something that's safe and and you should you should definitely get involved in it. What well, I mean, you seem like you're pretty plugged in and kind of like a self improvement kind of guy from your you know whether it's your morning routine yeah. or what you're putting in your coffee, what you're putting in your body. What are you reading and listening to that's kind of that we should all check out? What are you into? Um, I mean, my readings are my two daily readings because then between that, the amount of scripts I have to read. Oh, sure, yeah, okay. It's, I do a lot of reading. But or what are you watching or what podcasts? Or like, what do you? I mean, what's inspiring to you now? In all honesty, I mean, look, I still I I read a lot of. What I love about books is, the the difference, the impact it makes depending on when you read it, right? Yeah. So like, 
I just reread The Untethered Soul. And I love that okay. book. And I loved it many years ago. But you reread it again in a different mindset, in a different place in your life, and it's completely different. You know, The Road Less Traveled. You know, The Alchemist, The Four Agreements. They're, they're just such amazing books. Read them every few years. You know, read them every couple of years. So to be honest, I don't get a lot of new books. I do get a lot of new books because people <laughs> give me books. Um, I'm just at reading them. Yeah. Because... It also in between like I don't want to overdo it like I I have my morning routine I do the gym I do a lot of my health stuff I have to read scripts for work by the time I get home sometimes I just want to escape so then I'll go to TV yeah you know? I'll go to my TV and watch Succession or you know so good whatever's whatever's you know uh, get me excited at that moment and uh, and that's my escape but yeah it's funny I just did this exercise and guys the link is in the description I just did that I took look at my bookshelves and I'm like I got books everywhere I've yeah. been obsessed with readers since I was a kid I was like what are like the most if I could take a hundred of them yeah what are like the hundred that had the biggest impact on me yeah so, yeah. I, so I got everything on there from you know the road less traveled yeah. to on the road Jack Kerouac yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Razor's Edge yeah, from a yeah, yeah. you know from yeah. a Brit uh, yeah, yeah. Somerset mom I mean yeah. I got all kinds of things Chimp anyway, Paradox was one I just reread which one it's called Chimp Paradox what's that about it's so good it's basically about it was I can't remember the guy's name now um I need Google a lot, don't I? Um, <laughs> clearly, I need something from memory. Um, but uh, he was a sports psychiatrist. Okay. He, worked, he worked with a lot of athletes and Olympians um, in basically the mindset. And, it, and it's about training the chimp. You know, there's a, there's a, that we've all got a chimp on our shoulder, which is that negative kind of self-talk. Oh, yeah. And it's like you're not going to overcome it, but it's about training it. My, my therapist calls it my inner critic. There you go. It's yeah. constantly yelling yeah. at me. You're and a piece of this is bad, yeah. you know, yeah, but it's always going. A hundred percent. So that's a great book. Uh, I actually just re-listened to that as an audible book because I love, I, I love listening to books when I, when I walk. I go on hikes all the time and I just go by myself and I listen to a book. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think there's, you know, even A New Earth, um, that just popped up recently and I've packed it. I'm leaving town tomorrow and that's packed in my suitcase to reread it again. And I think for me, that's where, where I, what I do love is that just the fact that you can read something, the same book, three years later and it hits completely different and there's moments that stick out completely different same as when you watch a movie you know you watch a movie three times you're like oh my god i just saw how the actor actually meant that word when he said it you know yep. um that you completely missed the first time around you know so i think that's you know for all of us on all of our journeys things hit differently depending on what's going on at that time you know We'll talk about your other love. We just talked about it, so we're almost out of time. Talk. Yeah. Let's talk movies, man. What do you got? What are you working on? What do you yeah, got coming out? Uh, movies has, has been great. I think I've done like eleven in the last uh, two and a half years. So it's oh, been wow. it's been nonstop. Um, I guess ones that uh, are coming up, or I just wrapped uh, another day in America. Um, director Emilio Mauro. Uh, that was in Boston. Um, incredible project that will be out later this year. Um, the Bricklayer, which I did with Aaron Eckhart and Nina Dobrev big action movie by Millennium Films. Um, that comes out this summer. Um, I just wrapped Paradox in Italy. Um, I was there for two months. It was me, Olga Kurilenko, Harvey Keitel. Oh, wow. It's an amazing action movie. Um, that just got put in the Rome Film Festival. So that's exciting. Um, and then I'm off to film uh, in Atlanta uh, this summer, uh, a project called Misdirection that I'm producing and starring in. Um, so yeah, the movie stuff is, is great. I love it. It's just... Uh, you know, I love to get to, since I was a kid, that was my jam. You know, I love being someone different and, and escaping reality. Um, and that's still what I love doing, you know. So it's a nice, it's a really nice balance and feeling, 
you know, not to be too cheesy, but life feels like it makes sense now, you know? Um, and I'm turning 42 next week. Congrats. So thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, and I, and genuinely like, I never, when people said to me, you know, you'll, you'll figure out when you're older. My mum always used to say life makes sense in reverse and it used to drive me insane. I'm like, it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, it does, it really does. You just stick with it and kind of surrender to the process and, you know, put one foot in front of the other and, and it figures itself out, you know? It's funny, you, it seems like just kind of looking at you from an outsider, it seems like you've created kind of a great little life for yourself, you know, internally, externally, business-wise. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it does feel that way. Is like, that how it feels I just like got you? goosebumps. Like genuinely, it, it really does feel that way. And I can say that from an authentic place of life really does feel good. But I've only got there at 40, 41. You know what I mean? Like that now I'm saying life feels good. So, you know, any advice I could say to someone out there that's, you know, going through something is figure it out. You know, don't, 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 just don't pretend, don't distract yourself don't deny it you know figure those feelings out because the sooner you do it there's an amazing life out there you know for everyone truly and we've all you know everyone's had trauma on a different scale everyone's had you know everyone's failed i think we've all made mistakes we've all made um that's part of life you know so don't beat yourself up about it just you know clean up your street and put one foot in front of the other and just carry on moving forward you know you know when I said, you know, you it look you've it seems like you've built a successful life. And what I meant by that wasn't financially and I saw you with the beautiful car out front, you know, I'd like to have that someday. Yeah. It seems like you have some cool stuff. But I don't even mean that. I mean and I'd like some advice on for us how we get there, because there's that artistic side of it. There's right. that six year old who wants to 100%. pretend to be somebody else. Yeah. That needs to be filled. There's a hole here that needs to be fulfilled. But I want a nice car too. Yeah, yeah. And a house. So there's a need for money boom of course i want to own something so how do you achieve work-life balance because i've had th those things into i think a lot of us we we can get one right you know right. artistically we feel great but we're broke we're making a lot of money but we're dying inside you know yeah. what i mean it's but it's really hard to get them all together Leave i us mean with some advice i would on honestly say do it from the inside first what do you mean but like f figure out the inside and your, your own mindset and your own happiness and then get the rest. Because genuinely, I tried to fill my life with things for so many years and I wanted to kill myself. Like I was and le legitimately like suicidal. Um, it doesn't work doing it backwards. You gotta figure it out. I know it sounds like a fridge magnet <laughs> and it used to annoy me was like, you know, even relationships, you gotta fix yourself. You gotta love yourself first. It's true. You do because no, no car, no, stupid Louis Vuitton boots are gonna <laughs> are gonna give you anything in your life but you know depression if you haven't figured out the rest inside you yeah. know like truly you have to do it inside and then there's nothing wrong with it you know people then think oh if you're you know fulfilled inside and you're happy then why do you need those things because I like nice things <laughs> you know I like cool <laughs> I like cool <laughs> and now I can get cool <laughs> because I can get cool because it doesn't mean that suddenly I'm going to feel like an awakened soul. <laughs> I know that I'm not stupid, yeah. you know, but I still like nice things and I still like doing nice things and I still like memories and experiences with friends. But now I can do it and actually feel good about it and be present while I'm doing it, as opposed to just going out and shopping or buying or going into a relationship just to distract my mind, you know, just to distract what's really going on. It has to start inside and then let the rest, um, you know, uh, follow.
Yeah. I mean, that's about as good a note as we can end yeah. on, man. I think yeah. that's some great advice. Man, Just a- use that 10 second clip, cancel out the rest. <laughs> we'll put that on TikTok that's it. and that's Instagram. All, that's all you need. If yeah, you're yeah. watching this on social media right now, there was no other interview. This yeah, was yeah. it. This so. was it. This was it. Especially the bit where I have to keep Googling. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, brother. Of course, mate. Pleasure. Such a pleasure. Yes. Such a pleasure. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications. New interviews every Tuesday at 10 a.m. And check out that link in the description. Uh, 100 books that impacted my life, too. So, There's some nuggets in there too I think you'll like. Thanks, guys.